people. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's Tasneem and Andrea back for another episode of Truth Be Told. Andrea, we've been talking about this episode for a while. We have. We've put it off. (laughs) We've talked about it. We wanted to talk about it. We step away. We come into it. We don't want it to be offensive to Mm -hmm. anyone who's not with the lens that we're operating and rearing our children in. Mm -hmm. It's true. But we've come to this place now Mm -hmm. that we can talk about it. That we can talk about it and we trust that our listeners understand that we are appealing to several lenses and that the whole point is that several truths exist. So this conversation is about, it really makes sense for us because we're watching our children get older. <laughs> children, um, these young adults now. These young adults, yeah. thank you. I had to wow. catch myself when I calling your daughters girls. I'm yeah. like, they are not girls. Oh my gosh. Just this weekend when my daughter said, Mom, as I become more of a woman, I'm like, Lord, yeah. she's standing in front of me, a full-grown woman. Yeah. And I want to say almost because, you know, you want to keep them, you know. Of course. Keep them in that. Ryan child said space. to me, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'll be 20 this year, Mom. You know. <laughs> I like yeah, the baritone. The, and he's like, I like the baritone. you know, the teeny years, uh, I'm almost out of those now. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, son. It's fascinating. <laughs> my observation, and this observation comes also from an observation my mother made, is that there has been so much time, interest, energy, and love poured into my daughters and the daughters that I share with their dad that into developing their character. Yes. To give them values that that insist that they have voice, that they are that, that they have vision, that they are determined young ladies, that they can speak about what they want, both to us and anybody else. And my mother, th- after watching two of the girls in an Act Like a Girl summer performance and whoever needs to know or is interested in Act Like a Girl, please Look up Valley Forester or Actors Bridge Ensemble. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience for young girls in helping them think about their values and identity. And so two of my girls were involved in that and continue to be involved in it. And my mother came and saw the performance. As I sat and next you to saw, her. You, you sat next to my mother. <laughs> and as you saw, the language is raw. The content is raw. I think some point I was all Granny, I was all grins, <laughs> mouth open, listening to these these amazing young poets, yes, you know, whether yes. or writers. There are some of them. They're just writers and listening yeah. to their journals and how they were feeling mm-hmm. as young ladies, yes. young women, and young women. How they identified with certain elements of of the world that we have no idea. No, because we weren't raised with that no. same level of uh, self liberation. That's exactly what it yeah. was. <laughs> just like, you know so, what, whoever you are, be that. Yeah. So this, these are groups of, of girls who take the, the word girl with three R's and, and spin it on its head. So this is the heterosexual, homosexual, cisgender, trans, everything that you imagine in, in, a, in a physical body and in a mental and spiritual body. These girls represent all that. And to give them that space is what was revolutionary. And, and more than that, outside of a classroom, hearing their voices with grandparents and aunts and uncles and parents, fathers. Yes. And I watched all of the expressions yeah. of all of those. The shock. The, the shock. So what question did your mother My ask My mother you? asked a central question that said, who will be the partners for these girls? Here is where you and I have been talking about this forever. Who will be their complement? Who, will be, the, who, who we, will be their counterpart? Because if Act Like a Girl is teaching and helping them, on this quest for liberation, helping them to be liberated in whatever, however they show up. 
And then across the <laughs> county line from you is me, you know, raising this 19-year-old and what we've tried to do to get him to be this 19-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Gift to somebody himself. A gift to someone, who, right? A gift to a gift to the world in sure, his mind. Sure, a gift to the sure. world. Who are we raising, and who will be his counterpart? Who will be his compliment? Who will compliment him? And knowing that I have said from the day he was born, and his name means little king, mm. and so who mm. would be able to, without it being chauvinistic, mm-hmm. without it being this patriarchal manifesto that he stands on, that I am mm-hmm. little king. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to raise him and knowing who he is mm-hmm. to compliments? Yeah, yeah. How do we raise him so that? Being partnered and whatever we, we talk about relationships, we talk about every We're, kind of ship, right? Every kind of ship. Like let's 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 make sure people remember that. We're talking about every ship, every right? those ship. OSOs. Yes, the other significant others. We're not right. just talking about romantic relationships here. We're talking about who will see the value in rooming with a little king in college. Who will see the value in having one of your daughters and she being an intern mm-hmm. of someone who can't handle a liberated woman? Is that Liberated something? Black sure. From sure. Nashville. Very true. A person who can tell you, I, I really would prefer my lemonade without the pulp. <laughs> who are we raising and who will feel comfortable enough that they will allow to be centered with them and grounded mm-hmm. with them and complement and coexist with them? Do you think that people, other people share the question my mother had when we're looking at these examples of what some would call, like if my great-grandmother saw the way we have raised my daughters, our daughters, the the shock she would have and the amount of talking they do, just the amount of talking. Those girls need to go sit down somewhere while they keep talking. Being in company with adults, having conversations with adults. They, they, all of this was like, children don't discuss things with adults. This yeah. is not a conversation. Do you think that what would be called new age, I suppose, this idea of children having agency, Do you think people are asking in your circles? Are you hearing people ask this question? I have raised my child to be this. I have raised my niece or nephew. I have worked with my godchildren to be this, whatever relationships they have with the upcoming generation. And it leads them to wonder if other people have caught up. Yeah, I have not seen it in in a broad outside of our little communal world. Right. And so. I think, you know, we, we laugh about coming to America or being betrothed. We laugh about it. But somehow we think like, huh, there is, you know, that we've known this family forever. You know, we, we know who their grandparents are. They also have a, you know, similar love of an HBCU or mm. family has this or family have that. So we so maybe you, this is who we raise you to. Yes. Fit this circle sure. with this type You'll of be person. You'll evenly be yoked. Evenly Oh, gosh. You went there, right? <laughs> and so what, what has it even put back to your question? What I am seeing, and if I can offer this, you know, this view, looking at you and how you and Zubair have raised the girls. But I see both New Age and your love and reverence for elders and True. And, and both. So I see you giving your girls places that they can have voice. I see you and saw you saying that I will give them an example, that they will have voice, that they will be strong. They will see their mom overcoming. They will see all these things. But I also don't see 
you saying that they have full board membership and the voting <laughs> table. They're not board members either. They're not, You're giving not them a the voice, I've given them but a you voice. are not saying that they come to the table with the same voting power as mom and dad, no. now are you? No, definitely not that. I mean, there are limits. So you're giving them both. You are raising them to be both honoring this tradition of understanding what hierarchy looks like as it relates to our elders. Mm-hmm. And you're also saying, but let me give you a little bit more than that. That's not the only truth that you can operate and grow in. Very true. Very true. Very true. And yet I still can say once my mother asked me that question, knowing the fluidity that we're raising the girls with, where they can walk in a space, read a room and say, "Okay, this is not where I need to justify my opinion. This is where I need to be a listener. I think we are giving them that. They have that. They have it. I am still, though, curious about who their people going to be. I wonder, too. My, I mean, my son is a skateboarder. Hmm. And I often wonder, huh, if his whole world is like the frisbee, the ultimate Frisbee team, um, the skateboarding world, mm-hmm. the world of you fill in the blank. Hot uh, topics. Facial uh, piercings, hot topics, mm, tattoos. Tatted up. Yeah. All of this, 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 this black Afro. Punk. Punk. Yes, that's Light. him. I see him in that, my mind. That by. is him. Who he him. is? Yes. Like, who's his counter? <laughs> Who is his counter? Is there like a counter that somebody's raising yes. someone yes. to compliment Ryan uh-huh. and she's on a skateboard and uh-huh. she's a black punk girl? I don't know. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. Whoever that is. Uh-huh. I do wonder about you it. You do wonder. I do. I yeah. do. My girls have already, I've heard in conversations, begin to contemplate their volume, not wanting to be the loud black girl. They are self mm-hmm. doing this self monitoring mm-hmm. of nothing that you have said. No, wow. because I'm saying speak up. But we're we're also talking about cultural values that come from outside your That's home. Exactly right. And so one daughter wanted to didn't want to be too tall mm. because the boys aren't her height right yeah. now. Yeah. And so a girl shouldn't be taller than a boy. Of course. Of course. <laughs> The boys have to be bigger and taller than the girl. The girl needs to be demure and small because okay. you hear my voice is going low and small. Right. So we can almost be shadow figures to the big man. And so I'm Gosh. listening. I'm seeing them in their conversations with each other. And if they risk exposing that kind of insecurity to me and I'm going, what do you mean you're not going to wear those shoes? I don't want to be too tall. Too- since when is tall too something? How? Since when is your voice too loud? Your height too tall. And we're Your laugh too loud. But the idea of socialization, race, gender, and all these experiences, mm-hmm. what we're, who are we raising? And so having conversations with Ryan and never, I can't even, I, I mean, I think I might have said, speak up. Like, so raising this, this young black man, you know, I know we have said, let your voice be heard. Let mm-hmm. your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. Counter that to what your girls are now trying to self-regulate. Oh, and yeah. they don't want to be too loud. They don't want to be Oftentimes, too loud. I wonder if how we are raising our children, if we are contributing to a lack thereof in another social setting. So, mm-hmm. example, if we're raising Ryan to, you know, always just 100% focus on black excellence, right? And if we are, he's got all these different sides and families and if black excellence means so much to us, it's about you obtaining so that you can help the compound. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's you and your greatness. Mm-hmm. And when you have your greatness, you do great things for your family, friends, community, and all these other things. Then I often wonder, we're pouring and we're raising him to do this. Am I also contributing to the fact of 
maybe I haven't done a good job of raising him to be more communal first, mm. as opposed to this self-driven black mm. excellence, mm. right? And, mm. and, and the same, we mm. can ask about a person who is raising their children to be so focused on communal everything that they somehow disappear when they get into spaces that they should rise because they are genius mm-hmm. and brilliant. Mm-hmm. But they're so used to being in communal and that we all are only as great as all of mm-hmm. us collective. Mm-hmm. And so do, they prescribe to group think. Yes. And they're always checking in to see yes. what's going to aid in the idea of tribe. Yeah. And so the whole, the voice, the personal voice is muted. For the collective voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are we raising our children to? Our young adults to be. Yeah. Perhaps I can hear in my mind someone saying, why don't you ask them who they think they want to be around? Well, they've shown us that by who they are around. Even if we don't ask, Mm. our children have shown us who they are connected to, who they like. Mm -hmm. And definitely by who they don't feel comfortable with, because that's not who's in their circle. That is true. It's the power of popular culture versus the home culture. Yeah. Once again, doing battle. And who's going to win on that? And I have to think that our children will will come out better. They will be better than us. Every generation always does that. And some generations don't want to admit that. But mm-hmm. some things are lost from each generation. But I do believe that our children will be fine. I do mm-hmm. believe that they will prescribe to a different set of truths than we would have. We are at, at 40 and 50 now, mm-hmm. like saying we're standing in our truth. <laughs> I, I think, I can, you know, Aziz is how old? Ten. I think Aziz is like, this is my truth now. <laughs> she has no problem telling you that. No, so she, she She's already 30 years ahead of where we would have been. Yeah. And, so, and I'd like to imagine... Some other person out there that in 20 years she's going to meet who will have already walked a journey towards self-appreciation and awareness. So they meet up. She's not pulling them along, talking about, you need to know who you are, respect who you are, that they somehow have already done the work (laughs) that we're just getting to. And that is, and so, and and I will say then, if if we are asking the question, who are we raising our children to compliment? And I am constantly having those conversations with Ryan, or definitely we had them with him when he was a little bit younger, probably your girl's age of, yeah, you don't, no woman doesn't need to, dude, you, you have to, you know, like, you, you know, you're going to go to the dorm. You're going to learn to cook. You know how to do all these things of what we've domesticated and identified certain genders and certain behaviors with. Son, come on. If no one ever does this for you, who's going to do it? And I think that is a beautiful revolution. Yeah. I'm not saying it started just, what, Ryan's almost 20, 20 years ago. But I love that. Yeah. It's the whole raise the daughter, spoil the son thing. Coddle the boys, Ooh. right? And then if you add in, and I have to do this intersectionality and then coddling these black boys and demasculating the theories and all the research that has gone into what are we doing and we're so critical of ourselves as parents we are we 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 should be anyway i think we should be they are steward we are stewards of their Mm. little lives and 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 coddling our black boys has Mm. been something that i've thought about from day one Mm -hmm. as we've said in earlier you know i grew up with a lot of women strong black women you know you've heard me talk about mother and mother outlived three husbands and both children Mm. And and then some and some grands and, and, and so forth. And the idea of having um, majority women, strong black women in my family. And then when these boys come around, you know, we're so happy to have like the first grandson. And it's like his feet couldn't touch He's the ground. The He's the little king. And, and then, you know, oh, yes. and then then and we, we don't do and expose and teach him the way that we've taught these girls. Very true. So who are we raising our children Who to are be? we raising our children? I love what you said, Andrea, about the fact that we know that there's hope because every generation does indeed improve upon the examples in the last one. 
one question we we have asked our children, both of us, our, our sons, our collective sons and daughters, is um, what do you like about that person? Definitely. How do they make you feel? And getting into their minds about what they value yeah. in another person and then maybe throwing something else in there. You know, um, does she enjoy your skateboarding? What does she say about it? Yeah. Can you have certain conversations? Because Ryan and I love to talk about like conspiracy theories and politics and yes. all these other things. Do and you I'm have like, those conversations? That's with your exactly what I asked. <laughs> can you talk to your girlfriend about a BLM march? Like, can, what do you guys talk about Bingo. in your free time? Bingo. Yeah. We are, and to me, that's massaging higher level, sort of sophisticated thought. The person who I will counter with, whatever ship, may on some levels appeal to us beyond the eye. Look, I don't know what necessarily brought them together, but but our children know. It's how they make me feel, what they pay attention to. I come alive. They're interested in me and I'm interesting. All those things, giving them the parameters that go beyond what popular culture says is attractive. And you know what? Then there's hope. We talked about the hope and the Mm -hmm. hopeless and hopeful. Mm -hmm. Then there is hope. And our children, they are saying words like, it's their character. Yes. I like how they speak to me yeah. or how they make me feel. He, he laughs at all my jokes. Yes. yes. You need somebody who thinks you funny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Ryan nice. has said that, you yeah. know, like it's the character of a person. Mm-hmm. Mom. It's mm-hmm. the character. That yeah. is the number one thing I look at. That is so refreshing. It is. Refreshing. So who are we raising? You know, oftentimes That's when we question. have been in our other settings and we're leading conversations through the lens of history and people often ask us, you know, looking at pictures of segregationists and the children. Mm-hmm. What were they teaching their children? Right? And so we're still asking that same kind of question. And we yeah. want our, our listeners to help us. Who are we raising? Who are we raising? Who yeah. are we raising our children to be? And to know that that is certainly a, a lifelong duty and delight. It, it won't stop. No, it can't stop. It won't stop. Just because they're 20. So until next time, what are we asking our listeners to do? Even if they're not parents, even if um, they're aunts and uncles or teachers. Who are you? Yep. Who are you? The young people that we are imparting, who are we raising them to be? Yes. What will their legacies be? Let us know. Yep. Once again, this has been Truth Be Told. Oh,